Aaron, don't worry about me. Worry about tell your mama to get it, Aaron. Worry about me. Your mama needs to get a bitch. And uh Mr. Black's talking shit. He got the fucking vaccine. And Shane, the only reason you got it cause fucking Sarah told you to get it. So shut the fuck up. Howdy everybody out there. This is Big Beefin. This is JP and I am one third of that big beefin show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing, boy? <laughs> You start listening halfway through. I need a podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. So that's bullshit. That's not what I meant, damn it! Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See that is. That's off, so we don't get no background noise. Darren. Yeah. Y'all moved in? No, not yet. Oh. When you gonna move in? We'll finish up the rest of the stuff tomorrow. <clears throat> so do you have a mattress to go on that bed frame we set up? You know the answer is no. Oh. Why'd you ask that? <laughs> you're gonna, when, when we, so when we take dad's mattress to him he's going to give you his and that way you'll have one i don't i don't know he has not said anything to me about that i i don't know because i believe in his in his place he has a queen mattress because that's what we're giving him so I'd assume yeah i, I don't there. i don't want to just take anybody's mattress i want to get a mattress that feels good on my back and my my shoulders oh okay so you're going to get yourself a queen we'll we'll, we'll see so are you there by yourself right now? No, Jamie's in the shower. <laughs> okay. At your old place? Yeah. And when do you got to leave your old place? The 13th. Oh, okay. So is she going to be staying with you at the new place or no? Uh, she'll be coming and going. She's not on the lease, though. She didn't want to so, sign. She doesn't have a job yet. All right. Okay. So you're going to be footing the bill for that place on your own? Yep. Woo! Ooh, boy! <laughs> so that's fifteen hundred dollars just so for that, the rent. Yeah, that's before electricity, water, and internet, and phone, and Food. Your car and gas and everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So one of your paychecks goes straight to rent, and then the rest of it. You've got to figure out how to pay everything else. Yeah. But uh, so I make uh, on average $1,300 a month, and then I get $400 at the end of the month. So between those, those two checks, I'll cover almost everything, and then my second check will cover the rest. So what was this? I'll uh, probably have around two to 300 bucks at the end of the month in my pocket. What was this, uh, what was this play you was doing? Display that you did yesterday. Display I was doing. <laughs> well, I, I saw, I knew you told me you were doing one because I asked if you wanted to come up because I was doing D&D &D, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, I want to come, but I can't because I'm doing this play. So, I'm doing performances, yeah. What was the, what was the deal? The dealio? No, just the deal. No, <laughs> no, no EO behind it, just the deal. <laughs> uh. 
Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> the, the fucking play, play right. god damn it. The, the performances. <laughs> the fuck were you doing? In them? Uh, man, I'm, I'm exhausted. Give me a break. Um, we, uh, we had... Um, we had the Oakwood Odyssey over in Corsicana. Uh, I had to play a cowboy character. Uh, his name was Doc Buchanan Anderson. He's a historical figure from Corsicana's 1800s period. That, that was the judge that started the Klan, right? Um, no. So Doc Anderson wasn't a judge. He was a uh, like a... How do you call it? He was like a bandit. Like he he shot and killed a man, and he uh, went gambling on horse races, and um, ran from the cops and stuff. And he lived out in Navarro County um, until he died. I don't know what happened to him after he uh, ran from the cops and all that stuff. I was gonna say the county ain't that fucking big. <laughs> um, no, it's true. So, but you know. Excuse me. His dad was uh, a guy that was shot and killed by another dude over a land dispute, and uh, his mom had talked about it for so long and cried and moaned. And you know, he was, was like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to do something about it." Him and his cousins decided to go hunting for this guy, and they found him. They shot and killed him on the, as he was riding on his horse. Um, and apparently, there was a kid there too that was that witnessed it all, because that guy that they shot and killed, his name was Love. Um, they shot and killed him, but there was a kid that he had riding on the horse with him, and uh, he was like, "Let my let the let the boy go. He's only a child." And they let him go, but that that left a witness. So anyway, um, he that was I did that performance. That went on for like oh god three hours because we had to uh, stand at stations. They had eight stations, or they had seven stations. Yeah, they had seven stations. There's seven. I was the, the last one, and uh, the people would start at the front of this little pioneer village thing. They would walk through, and then they would see everybody's stories and talk about all these historical figures that are buried in the Oakwood Cemetery. And uh, this guy brought his pistols. They were the old six-shooters, and they were loaded up with blanks. So I got to fire some six-shooters with blanks. That was kind of cool. Were you dressed um, like a cowboy? Yeah, I had on blue jeans and a vest and uh, a bandana and a cowboy hat and all that dumb shit. And uh, it was hot, man. It was about for fucking three hours. So what did you say when people walked up to you? I told them I, I said I had a monologue. I just I just read the monologue the way that it was supposed to be, the way that it was written. So you were reading? You weren't just you weren't just acting? No, I was I I, I recited the monologue. You didn't like greeting. You didn't say hello, howdy, partners. Let me tell you about well, talking. No, so uh, we did it like we were. How do I say? Uh, no, so so there were two other people before me. No, no, it's alright. I, I, I got a pee. I, I was doing the. I, there were two other people before me, who um, who spoke before I spoke and. One of the characters was supposedly the cousin to my character. His name was Wes Harden, Wesley Harden. If you um, anybody wants to look him up, he was shot while he was playing cards or dice. No, he was he was playing dice. He was shot and killed while he was playing a game of dice, 
And uh, that character was my character's cousin. And he's also buried uh, where his family's buried in that cemetery. Anyway, so they would walk up and the crowd would show up and stop. And they had these people that were like facilitating the crowds and telling them about, you know, what was going on. This you're going to hear next from this guy. And uh, could you tell us more about yourself? And then the character would walk up and say, howdy, y'all. I'm Wes Harden. This is my story. And then he would talk. And and then uh, my character's mom, um, I don't really know who she was. I just know she was my character's mom. Um, because the script we got didn't have like your character's name listed. It just had your, your name, like mine, it said Aaron. And then it had my, my monologue written out there. So I, I didn't even know who I was playing. I just read the lines or, well, I, I didn't read the lines. I memorized the lines. You got to say your damn name, don't you? Uh, no, you don't. They had these little, uh, signs. They had these little signs sta- uh, stapled into or, or, tapped into the ground um, take a look at it well see for, for ours it said the the love anderson feud with aaron rollins by aaron rollins and donna stubbs dana stubbs thing yeah uh james kirk was wes harden so are we all standing like in the cemetery over the graves again so we that's what we did last time. This time we were posted up at Pioneer Village and we were standing in different parts of the Pioneer. Uh, uh, over there by the old uh, park over there. Yeah, yeah, by that old park. So uh, we got there cool. and yeah. Did you got see there. anybody you know? Anybody you know come through there? Well, our cousins were there. Uh, Dan and Dane, um, and Dane's wife, uh, Dan's girlfriend. Uh, apparently, according to our cousin Lexi, Lexi goes by the name Remy now. Don't I don't know what that's about, but that's what she's going by. Um, she was mentioning that Gambit. Probably, she wants to be Gambit from the X Men. What? Oh, well, her, hair's, her hair's cut that way. Remy LeBlu. She's gonna throw fucking cards at you. Take the card, Mon me. Throw it at you, and it blows up. The fucking the X Men <laughs> character. <laughs> I mean, you can tell her that and see what she says, but I don't. I don't think that's. You Anyways, know, you you did see some family there. What they say to you? So so Lexi, our cousin, was doing my makeup at the uh, Dawson Auditorium, and I had to clean that off and then go do this play at the Oakwood Cemetery. So I did that, um, and I had to. That's how I met Lexi. But Lexi told me that Dan is probably going to pop the question to his the the lady he's seeing. I think uh-huh. she's a either a doctor or a dentist. Yep. Um, so that's that's probably going to happen before too long. Um, that's what they I told you at the fucking play. That he said I'm gonna pop the question. He didn't say that. His daughter said it. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I saw Dan, um, and Dan had some really nice clothes on. He had like these gator shoes and uh, a nice pearl. Gator snatch. shoes, like the fucking Crocs, or you mean like shoes made out of gator? Like shoes made out of fucking gator, you jackass. He's wearing Crocs at this thing? Come on, man. <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck you You said gator shoes. Not, what, 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 what gator shoes. Gator boots. Boots no. made of gator. Gator skin boots. Yeah, you're, you're too much in that D&D shit, man. <laughs> boots of the alligator. <laughs> I ain't never worn no damn gator boots in, in D&D I or in real life. <laughs> I haven't worn Crocs neither. <laughs> well, yeah. so I did that, but man, like 
the crowds just kept showing up and what what the people that were facilitating this all they were planning on people to buy their tickets online so we were expecting you know to know how many crowds we were going to need or ha- going to have for the night but more people just kept showing up it was fucking warm and sweaty and you know they were kids being loud yeah, we, were, we were shooting pistols how many how many rounds did you fire off well it was a six shooter so you just hit six. You only had six. That's it. <laughs> um, so every time a crowd would show up, I would just shoot off one. Oh, okay. And laugh yeah. at him? Uh, huh? When you shot it, you didn't say nothing like yee or nothing like that. You just shot no. it. Fucking stared at him. No, no. So, okay. God, man. It, it, I got to explain it all to you. I just got to yeah, break it down. You're not telling the fucking story very well. As far as I know, you're standing up there reading a sheet of paper, fucking That's firing off a gun. You're no knowing all these details. Why do you want to know all these details? Well, how is the listener supposed to transport themselves to fucking Pioneer? First of all, don't nobody know what the fuck Pioneer Village is. It's a For those that don't know, there's a museum by this park that we grew up, and they got fucking uh, old buildings on there. You can go look at there. They look like they're from the 1800s. They're made out of log cabins and shit. And uh, anyways... So you're there, you're in your costume, you got a six-shooter. Okay, yeah. Let me break it down for you. It was a hot day. We showed up at about 5.30. The bugs were loud. We're getting sweaty. We're trying to put our clothes on right. I'm changing up my hat and trying to fix my hair. And I walk over real slow-like because I can't fucking walk in the boots that I'm wearing because they hurt my feet. When I get there and there's dirt everywhere, there's this little dirt path made of fucking dirt that runs from one end of the village to the other end. I walk through the fence and I see some of these folks I know. I run into Dan. I see Dan in his gator shoes and he's dressed real nice. and He's got this kid with him who's also dressed as equal nice as he's dressed and we're talking about what's going on because we don't really know because the script that we got doesn't have all the details about what's going to happen he's in the play too so dan wasn't actually a character he was what's called a docent the docent guides the crowd the docent you know stops takes you to a station explains what's happening there that these are characters that this is their name and they ask the characters to tell their story so he showed up to our station and asked us to tell their story and waited for us to finish. And then he uh, went with his group uh, out. And so when he finished up, he came, he ran across our cousin Dane and Dane brought some of his family and our aunt Juanita was there. Um, you know, we obviously didn't talk. Uh, they, they just, you know, came for the show and then they left. Um, they did recognize saw, you. People knew who the fuck yeah, you were. Yeah, they, they recognized me. They knew it was me. And you, uh, were you, how, how much in character were you? Did you stay in character the whole time? Yeah. I mean, when they left, I explained to him, I was like, Hey folks, this bottle I've got doesn't have liquor in it. It's like soda. And Dan said, well, we're not going to judge you. Even if it was, <laughs> I was, I had this glass bottle that I, I had gotten some props from Shelly. Uh, she had given me the cowboy hat and the vest and a glass bottle to make it look like I was drinking whiskey. And uh, I poured a soda into it, and I was drinking out of that to make it look like I was drinking alcohol. Um, and I, I wanted to get a chew of tobacco to spit tobacco, but Jamie said, no, don't do that. She got mad at me. <laughs> so she was watching this go down? Yeah, she was there the whole fucking time. Was she in character, too? <laughs> character. <laughs> she was hot and sweaty, man. It was, it was hard to sit there the whole time. Yeah, there ain't no air conditioners okay. other than that, that building where you no, get tickets or anything back. else. Let me go back to what you had asked earlier when I shot off the pistols. So there were three of us at this one spot, uh, Wes Harden, and then my character's mom, and then my character. And when my character finished his line, 
Wes Harden would come and say, Doc, we got skedaddled. The law's coming. And so I would run and I'd say, where are they at? And I'd take my pistol out and shoot around. Now, see, that's what I fucking thought you would have done. But that's not the way you said this at first. Like, I imagine that's what you did, but you didn't say that. The way you made it sound like somebody's fucking walking up and you just fire up. (laughs) It's a lot more interesting when you imagine it that way. I I don't want to fucking explain all this shit, man. If you really wanted to know, you should have (laughs) went. I couldn't go. I was playing D&D. I done told you that. And I done told you. I couldn't go because I was in this. Um. So, anyways, you do the uh, you do the cowboy thing, and then you got to go put on a fucking chicken outfit. I did the chicken first. So, what's I the role as the chicken? What was the chicken thing remember about? Remember back two minutes ago, if you rewind this, the tape two minutes ago when I was saying I had to wash the makeup off of my face, that was from the chicken play. I think it's interesting that you know they romanticize the bad guys and the bandits, but if you did a play about fucking you know, criminals today, like if Navarro criminals, like the guys that get better in County now, like it wouldn't be that fucking, nobody would think that shit's interesting. Petty theft and drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you say, Oh yeah, he, uh, he ran from the cops. He was doing drugs in his house and he had a needle sticking out of his ass. Like nobody's going to want to watch that recreation. Yeah. He was hiding from the cops in his trailer park where his girlfriend was trying to keep him from coming in. But, but if you think about it, the bandits, you know, they're fucking shooting people. They're stealing shit. They're burning stuff. You know, a drug dealer might be just sitting there just selling drugs. They might, might was, not be doing all that. Yeah, the character that, that spoke before mine, Wes Harden, he killed several people. He started killing people at 15. So we're going to do, we're going to remember the killers in Navarro from the Old West, but we're not going to remember none of the heroes. Yeah. Um, I don't know who killed him or why. I just know he got killed while he was gambling. And my killer, my character, the killer, actually got away with it. So uh, I don't know. Shows you how fucked up things are and they get all you know people get all mad about lock them up throw away the key but at the same time you want the, the criminals to be the fucking heroes and don't i don't make no deal it's like uh i remember grandpa we were talking about bonnie and clyde because you know fuck i think mr black said somebody in his family. characters that are yeah we're characters that yeah, thing. well you know they rolled they rolled through that part of the world back in those days damn near 100 fucking years ago but Anyways, <laughs> telling Grandpa about it, and he was like, "Well, you know, yeah, they're celebrities, but that's not really a good thing because they were fucking mur- You know, they're bank robbers. That's 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 and not they good. Yeah, you know, like if I mean, if you're working at a fucking bank trying to you know make it, and somebody shows up with a fucking Tommy gun, stick them up. See, I mean, you yeah. know, well, yeah. Granddad also used to drop the N word like it was nothing. Well, yeah, so they ain't got nothing to do with this fucking story, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much right. Matter of fact, uh, both grandparents were pretty uh, um, loose with that uh, terminology. Um, you know, just a different different era, I guess. Fuck, man, but now people are all uppity about it. You say that word, and it's like, well, you're canceled, or you're a fucking loser, or you're an idiot. Like, I mean, it's just a goddamn word. It just mean, it only means what you put the meaning behind it. <laughs> you know, people get all pissy about words, but again, I'm not. I'm not somebody that their whole history was downtrodden by that word. So I don't know what it's like. So I understand. But goddamn, man, it's a fucking word. It's like when we were in Mister Nick's class, and he was telling us, uh, he was like, you know, those those bad words. You know, they, they weren't really bad words where they came from. They're bad words because when the when the uh, clans and the uh, the people of the the northern UK started interacting with the southern UK people. They didn't fucking like them, so they didn't like those words, and that's why they're bad words. But they're Mr. not. Mr. Nixon, they fuck really. 
never heard Mr. Nick say fucking. <laughs> no, I'm paraphrasing, God damn it. No, he didn't say fucking. Can't imagine Mr. <laughs> Nick up there saying they didn't say them fucking words. Didn't no teacher stand up there and say nobody said that fucking shit. Like it's not conducive to a teaching environment. Um, you little fucking bastard, shut up and listen. <laughs> you know, I mean, think. Well, I wonder if teaching would be more effective though if people did and say, "Well, two plus fucking two is four." God damn it! Come on, Demi, write it down. Um, I don't know. No. I don't know if that, I don't know if it's the research <laughs> But the smartest countries, the smartest learners, they they're kind of they're like really strict. They don't they don't say a whole lot. Like other than you know, put your head down and do your fucking work. Like they don't. Uh, it's not it's not all open and friendly like that. And they make yeah. you work. You got to do everything. Like in Japan, they don't have janitors. Them them kids clean up the fucking school. That's that's part of what you do. You clean the school and you make your own food. They're not going to pay nobody else to do that. So, um, and then the European countries, uh, I think they do pay people to do the cleaning and shit, but, you know, they're not going to let you uh, sit around and fuck. I remember uh, when I was in college, man, we had this Indian professor, and he was like, you know, you fuck, you know, well, he didn't say fucking, but, you know, you Americans are spoiled. Over there in India, we got, they, they don't give you a calculator. You just get a pencil, and, and you don't get a sheet. You got to memorize it. You got to memorize all this. And he's like, you don't, you know, you don't know how good you have it. So, anyways, if we weren't even doing nothing fucking wrong, he just wanted to tell us that we were spoiled for no goddamn reason. Um. Anyways, um. So, what was the chicken thing about? Huh? The chicken play, the play before the cowboy play. No, oh, I'm sorry, I tuned out for a minute. Uh, so the chicken play that I did for Doctor O'Neill, so. It was the 75th anniversary uh, for the theater department in uh, Corsicana. And it was significant because you know how they do those milestones, 25th, 50th, whatever. Uh, they didn't have the 50th because there wasn't even a theater department at the 50th anniversary for the college. It was, uh, it was inactive for like five, six years. Um, and, and Shelly O'Neill was the one that brought it back. And uh, anyway, so for this one, for the 75th, commemoration she had like the nc president and um, uh, so several alumni former students and current students show up to put on a performance to celebrate the 75th anniversary she had this huge slide show with like 200 something slides of all the different shows dating back to like the 1940s and so for this one she wanted the alumni just the alumni to put on a performance and they had originally this kid named Jamonte Gentry, who was going to do it. And, um, you know, he's he's dabbled in performance. He's an amateur wrestler. Um, he's been on the stage before with us. He went with us to New York. Yeah, you know, he's he's got flash. He's got flair. He's, he's not bad. Um, he would have been a great chicken. But uh, he dropped out for some reason or another. I don't really know the specifics. I just know that Dr. O'Neill asked me to be the, uh, the what do you call it, the, the pitch hitter or whatever it is. Um, so I stepped in and she gave me a couple of days to get the lines right. And it finally came together after a couple of rehearsals. Uh, Cause I, I was still struggling trying to remember the lines for the next show. And, um, anyway, so she got, she got the suit together and, uh, dude, I'm, I'm not going to fucking lie during the rehearsal. I ripped one of the seams in the inside. <laughs> so, uh, the inner seam on the left, on the right leg, I popped a hole in it because I was, uh, dancing with this guy who knocks me to the ground 
and when he knocked me to the ground, I ripped the fucking leg. <laughs> uh, you know, well, no, when I when I popped it, I was like, "Oh shit!" And I, I wanted to like, I wanted to have a reaction, but you know, this was a rehearsal, and I was like, oh, "I can't can't make this any worse. I guess got to roll with it." So I rolled forward with it, and you know, we finished the rehearsal, and I was like, "I popped a hole in this damn thing when we were done." <laughs> But, you know, mom brought the, the kids out, uh, Brittany's kids out. Brittany showed up. Jamie was there. Um, Brittany's stepdaughter was there, Peyton. Peyton's a little bitch, by the way, man. I mean, I, I hate saying that about her because, you know, me and Josh are, are, are getting along fine. And hope to God he never hears me say that about her. But, God. <laughs> well, you know, teenage girls, that's, I mean, you know, they kind of. I mean, even before she was a teenager, she was just. Anyway. Um. So they all showed up and watched and, uh, you know, Shelly had brought this lady that had like a 15, 20 year career in Las Vegas as a performer out. Um, she was a, a character. She was she was interesting, uh, but she was like 70 something years old. Her hands were shaky. And I was like, you get the phone number. She's like 70 years old. dude. No, she's only 70. But she uh she she had a little bit of flash too she was um she added in a line I, I said that she was a member of the uh the senoritas drill team dance team that was that the Vero college used to have and she's like no no i was never a member of that group those girls were sluts she said that in front of the audience <laughs> with you know kids there and everything um but you know, it was it was just a good time. I, I saw some people I hadn't seen in a long time. Milan Ware was there. Clint Copeland was there, who has his own podcast, by the way. It's called Hogwash of History. Uh, we had uh, Brittany Williams there. Uh, Emily Parton was there. Um, who else was there? I hadn't seen in a long damn time. Did uh, you tell that dude you got your own podcast called Big Beef? I did. Yep, I, I didn't call it Big Beef, and I just said I'm on, got my own podcast too, uh, and it's on Anchor. And I told him about it and. He was. He's wanting me at some point in the future to go down to Houston where he's at and get on his podcast with him because he he writes uh, scripts for the shows before he puts them on the air. And uh, he said, "Yeah, I always allow my guests to have a little input, but I, I write mostly everything myself. So all you got to do is show up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea." And so you know, after I, what? Go ahead. I was gonna say after I do something for him, maybe he'll get on our show and do something for us. And you he's okay? a quality guy, man. He's a he's a beer expert. He's in beer sales. Like anything you want to know about beer, he can teach you. Anything. I'm happy. I'm informed. The guys were saying when I was on TV the other day, I should have plugged the, the fucking podcast. I said that. I said that. There's no way I could have plugged it. Like, what was that? What could I have done? Like, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know it was happening. This until is I, what happens when you don't get on the big beef and show, y'all. You mess up. <laughs> you shoot people. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know that shit was going down until like ten minutes before it went down, and I didn't know there was going to be cameras there until I fucking got, until I got over there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm about to be on the news." Like I didn't. I didn't know any of that shit going in. It kind of hits you all at once, huh? Like, ah, oh, shit, this is taking well, off pretty fast. <laughs> when I when so when I first when so when they call well they they call me and they're like you know hey. We need this guy out of here. The, the media is starting to show up. We, we just we just can't we can't do it. So please, if you can, get him out. So I was like, well, yeah, I can fucking do it. It's not that big of a deal. Let's go over there and get him. So I got this uh, Filipino guy that works with me, and we 
marched on over there. And uh, anyways, it's kind of funny because we get over there and like first I, I didn't see any fucking cameras, but I saw a guy getting out of a news truck and I was like, okay, well, if we do this quickly, we can get in and out before anybody knows anything. As soon as we got up to the fucking building, I look off to the left and there's like a shit uh, a media. Like, I mean, all the fucking news people are there. I was like, God dang it. But like, they don't know me, so they don't know what I'm, what I'm there for. So they're probably not going to care. So go in and, uh, anyways, what was funny is everybody was saying in the, all the, some of the news articles coming out were saying, you know, we're not refusing to speak, refusing to say anything or refuse or the way it was spun was refusing to admit guilt or feeling bad for what happened, refusing to speak on feeling bad about what happened. And it's like, we told him not to say anything. Like it ain't, he, he didn't choose. And then we said, Hey man, don't say nothing and just come over there with us and don't go nowhere. And don't talk to you people and let's go. So, you know, that, that story was nonsense. Um, anyways, they were getting on to me because they were like, you didn't plug the show. I'm like, how the fuck was that? I guess I could have gotten a snap code and printed it on the back of my shirt and looked like a fucking idiot. Everybody fucking saw me in the whole goddamn country. If, I got- if you had done that, man, there would have been thousands of views. Well, they, they didn't even listen to the show. They would have just clicked on it, and that would have blown the podcast up overnight. It would have been sensational. Considering the fact that a lot of people didn't see the bastard trip on the fucking stairs, I don't know if they would have caught in the snap code. And I don't know if there's yeah, a way I could have gotten it They definitely would have. Well, oh, it didn't man. fucking happen. It didn't happen. Here. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking wave my fucking snap code around while I'm trying to work. Like, that's not going to, you know. It's just, no, it's, it's not very professional to promote, uh, you know, a private interest or business while you're on your own. Now, you know. now had I been, now what I could have done, now this is where I did jack up. I could have conveniently planted the snap code somewhere ahead of time i could have said yeah i could have done that and i admit that if i'd been quick on my feet i i could have done that but i weren't thinking about the show at all (laughs) no no i was thinking about oh crap i gotta you know you get somebody reliable i gotta you know get this This is serious business this is something it's game time it's game time game time all right so back to the fucking chicken so you're playing a chicken. What is the what is this chicken? What is this play? For all those that are listening, Aaron looks yes, like that goddamn uh that chicken that used to run out and fuck around with those sports games, except there was no uh there was no head, like it was it was your head. We were in the chicken which is interesting because I created a superhero that looked just like that. The fucking guy in a chicken outfit. I mean I made him back in high school. Um and here you are that brought to life. Um what was the play that you were in? Why did you, dressed you up make like a, a character? We can't just zoom past that. Why'd you make a character, a superhero that was in a chicken costume? Well, the idea was that he was crazy. And when he would start going off, he would start chicken dancing and would start acting like a chicken, fucking start pecking you in the head. But, you know, like <laughs> head button. <laughs> and, you know, he couldn't really fly, but he could, you know, his, his suit could help him glide a little bit. And uh, he had some sharp uh, claws on his on his. That uh, sounds you know. retarded. <laughs> well, anyways, I w- I didn't make the. I wasn't wearing the costume. You're the one that got in the chicken costume. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was uh it was ridiculous. But then when I talked to Shelly, she said that's the whole point: is the character is a ridiculous character. Um, so, it's you know so, it's obviously 
What Memphis was this? Year. What was this 25 year anniversary play? 75 year anniversary. God damn, man. I told you about it less than five minutes ago. You already fucked it up. 75th year anniversary. <laughs> it's the yeah. 75th anniversary. And <laughs> so Shelly wrote this play for the uh, alumni students to put on. And you had one group sitting to the right of the stage and another group sitting to the left of the stage. And they were all in chairs. And one was supposed to be a chorus and one was supposed to be something else. And um, anyway, so they all grouped together according to their uh, graduation years and stuff like that. And um, the chicken, you know, I was the only one that was off book. I thought other people were going to be off book, too, but it didn't freaking happen. So I don't, I don't know what the deal was with that, but. I was off book, so I had my lines memorized, and um, the chicken itself is a prop that we've had uh, in the Navarro College Theater Department for going back 70 years. Like, he, he first showed up in the 1940s. Uh, he was around in the 1950s. I mean, he's, he's like a staple. You know, he was with us when we went to New York uh, for the off-Broadway production we had. And, um, oh man, the, the NC president had no problem plugging that. The off Broadway director and award winner, Shelly O'Neill. Like, Come on, man. It, w- it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> well, what else is there? How else is he supposed to fucking interview this lady that fucking teaches theater here? Like, I mean, you know. Yeah, she's an award winning director and screenwriter. Well, you know, you could, he could have, he could, he could have written the award and said, hey, you, you, you were best teacher this year. And that that qualifies. You're award winning. Fucking won an award. Like, you know, she won an award in, on the off Broadway production, though. Uh, it was for her, uh, she, she that was like a dream come true. Her is to have one of her plays in an off Broadway capacity. Um, she's kind of like, corny, though, right? She's kind of like straight. That's shooter. her. Yeah, she does tongue twisters, and it's all about childlike humor and and rated G for the whole family type. Thing. She doesn't like getting to the serious, like fucking end of the world, doom and gloom shit. Though, right. No, she, I mean, she's, she's not violent. You know, when we did the forgotten air force, there was a tragedy, a tragic death scene. Um, and that was the darkest I saw her, you know, go as these people were having to deal with the person that they knew dying in a training accident for the military yeah, a plane crashed or whatever. It was shot down. Um, hey, why why didn't another why why weren't them other actors fucking off the treatment? Why are they still reading the goddamn uh, the, the script? What's up with that? And I'm not the director. That didn't piss you off. Like you 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 come in as the uh, as the backer. You're the understudy. You come well, in so. <laughs> and you you got and you get all your shit done and you get out there on the stage and they're all fucking holding their scripts and like, nah, we're not doing this shit. Fuck yeah, it. I got a lot. Damn script. Yeah, they they didn't give a fuck. But I think that was uh, Shelley's intention was that they were all holding their scripts and reading from it. I, I don't I didn't like the, the way it looked, but I guess it helped for them to have a prop in their hand. Well, but and I guess none of these people went on to do any other acting, right? They were just there at one point. Um, and they went you had a couple. There's there's a couple of them that have gone on to, to act. Um, Sergey wasn't there this time, but he's coming in uh, a couple of months to visit Dr. O'Neill by surprise. He's actually in Las Vegas acting right now. Um, and that one lady that I just told you about less than five minutes ago, she was in Las Vegas and acted for like 20 something years. Did you not hear she any still of that? had the book? <laughs> she still had the book? Yeah, she was still on the book too. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This is fucking unprofessional. It was, it was unfair. And like when I was trying to get my lines right, I screwed up one of my lines and I said the word completely wrong. I was auditorium and I said it all jacked up. And Clint was like, hey, Aaron. 
So what was that word? And I was like, yeah, man, I really bombed that. I'm trying to remember two fucking plays at one time. <laughs> so as as a chicken, though, can't you do something stupid to get around it? Um, I didn't balk like a chicken. You know, I didn't like dance like a chicken or anything like that. What was happening? But, uh, my face was sweating in that suit, man. The the makeup started to run, and yeah, and, your your hair looked like fucking Roger's hair. Like I was like, he's got a kid's hair. Yeah. Well, so it's it's not really a haircut. It's just grown out, and I wanted it to be grown out from when I played the cowboy, because you know it's not supposed to look all trimmed and clean. I was a bandit. I was on the run. I was an outlaw. So you know, I didn't. I shouldn't have clean looking hair. The barbers were a big thing back in those days. Some guys got haircuts. Yeah, for people that were you know law abiding citizens and wanted to look presentable, but for guys living on you know on the run or whatever, they they didn't give a fuck how they looked. You know, like Ike. Uh, in Tombstone, and to a fucking trough of water. Lawdog um, gonna go around here. He was in that. Uh, he was in that Don't Breathe movie. We watched the second one. It was it good? Uh, I didn't like it as much as the first, and then the plot was ridiculous. Well, the, the the first one was ridiculous, where he had that woman like tied up in the basement, and he was inseminating them with his semen. Was nasty. Yeah, he had a big old pot of his semen that he was cooking up. Um, no, he's freezing it up. Whatever. Um, no, they, uh, so in this one and <laughs> this one, I'm just going to go ahead and ruin it for you. Cause you're not, you're not going to watch it. No, but in this ahead. one, I guess at the end of the first one, he came across this little girl or whatever. And so decides that he's going to raise her as his own. Yeah. Cause he lost uh, the child to, an come to find out. Yeah. Come to find out that her parents, you know, they were into drugs or whatever. And her dad got locked up. And the parents never came looking for it. I guess the dad gets out and actually does start looking for her. But the reason why he's looking for her is because she's a donor for her mom. And they want to cut one of her fucking organs out and give it to the mom so the mom can live and keep doing drugs with him. It's fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. So, um, <laughs> anyways, that's pretty much that movie. Um, and so, you know, he's blind and shit, but he's got to go get the girl. Um, so yeah, watch that one. Did you? Oh, have you watched this thing that everybody's talking about? This uh, Squid Games? No, no, I have not. It's this little Korean show. I watched the first episode. It's actually pretty good. You you might uh you might actually dig it. It uh the only the downside is okay. So there's two ways to watch it, and for uh, for people that are into like Japanese or foreign films, you got you got two options. You got sub and you got dub. Sub means it's subtitles. So they're I know speaking. They fuck with me, man. I'm telling I'm telling it to the goddamn listeners, Aaron, and not just fucking you. They're not all, <laughs> not all just about so you know. You you and me are talking. We're not talking to anybody else. <laughs> I'm trying to give some details so people understand what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Shit. So when you sub, there's <laughs> subtitles on the screen. And the people are using their original language, you've got to read. Some people don't like reading when they're watching movies because <laughs> you're having to look down at the words and you're not really paying attention to the action. Then you got dub. Like dub, man. I like subtitles. Then you got dub. And dub is when an actor that speaks your language, so somebody that speaks English, dubs their voice into the into the original performance. But the problem is, is that the original actor, I mean, even if they are speaking English, it never matches up. But if they're speaking dude, another language, it's not going to match. Type of people that listen to this show don't need this shit explained. <laughs> dub and sub. So 
but, but but this one, the dub, it's the first episode that I watched was the dub one. And the voice acting, man, the subject material is kind of like, you know, it's, it's it's just extreme violence out of nowhere. But the uh, the actors are, are kind of goofy. They're a little too earnest. And it does. They need to little be a little bit more downtrodden, um, you know. So it doesn't quite work. But it's a weird well, ass sucker. Like the point though is it's you know contradictory. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And I mean that's that's probably why people dig it because you know you're like oh these goofy little you know Korean guys running around oh shit fucking head got we, blown up. Yeah, they they do that. Uh, what was that show uh, with the bunnies, the cartoon bunnies? Uh, yeah. Happy Tree Friends. Yeah, the Happy Tree Friends are all smiling and singing. Songs and then uh, extreme gory violence just happens. Like uh, a military yeah. soldier has PTSD and starts knifing people and gutting them. And there was yeah. a scene in that fucking Saints of Newark movie that was just holy shit. Um, so the Saints of Newark is a prequel to The Sopranos. We talked you about. This movie. All right. Well, they took a fucking drill and they ha- it had a you know like for the doorknobs, the big fucking drill bits. You know that go that make the uh, doorknob holes in wood, and they stuck that in the fucking dude's mouth, and like you gonna talk, and you know he's like fuck your mother or some shit. And they cut that bitch on. It, it was fucking gross, man. It's disgusting. Um, just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's fucking rhymed. You did it. <laughs> you fucking rhymed. Oh, um. Anyway, so what was the chicken? What was the fucking chicken play? I know, I know, it's a big deal. What was the meat of the play? What was the what was we, the storyline? We just talked about it, man. Oh uh, no, you didn't say what it was. You said this was an alumni thing, but was it was it just a? It's about the chicken that was a prop for in the the the, the NC. Oh, the play was about the chicken that's been around for. God uh, damn, man, you got to pay attention. So you're the star of the show. Yeah, so Herbert, it's called Herbert's Big Break, and uh, it's about the prop if he could speak and talk um that lady that they brought in from las vegas who's like 70 something years old uh she was like an old flame for that character i didn't didn't know anything about her i I didn't even know she was uh an nc alumni but anyway oh is there really is that is that suit the original suit no no shelly bought that on amazon so there is no there is no actual chicken suit in the vero there's no there's, there's a rubber chicken there's a rubber chicken prop that's been used in every damn play. Am I not speaking English, man? There's a rubber fucking chicken prop the Navarro College Theater Department has had for like 60, 70 something years now. And it's mm-hmm. traveled, you know, with the campus wherever it's wherever it goes. And she, uh, she even brought it. She packed it with us when we went to, to well, New how York. How big is it? Uh, it's, it's just a fucking, I mean, it's like a rubber chicken. So like a little squeak toy? <laughs> and it's yeah. in every play? I mean, it's. It's like a like a doll or something, you know. It's it's not in the plays. It's just a prop. <laughs> so she decides that she wants to know what this chicken's been up to. That's went on all these adventures. A story so about a chicken who's been, uh, you know, spanning decades of uh, Navarro College theater productions. It's been, um, you know, backstage. She's got like rooms full of props, dude. She's got hats, shirts, boots, belts. Uh, and, she's got. And- Case. She comes up with this mastermind play, and you're the one that's the fucking chicken. Like that's what she thinks. That's that she didn't think of me originally. She thought of a, another guy uh, oh. to to play the role. I was just gonna be in. Uh, I I had other lines. 
I had several lines, but I wasn't going to be the star of the show. But then the star of the show dropped out. So she asked me to step up and fill in, and I did. Are y'all going to do another one? Hell no, man. It was the 75th year. I mean, what the, the, the Navarro College president said that um, some of our pictures from the, the whole thing uh, are going to go in the time capsule that they're going to do later this year. I'm wondering if any of the shit I did at that school is in the damn time capsule. I know I got my... Uh, I haven't seen your picture anywhere. I got my video, my... Uh, the, the 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 speech things that I did, I've got those videos still. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I got three of them. Didn't get the fourth one. The fourth one they didn't. Uh, they didn't record it that day. Okay. But uh, I got the other three. One of them. So uh, one of those assignments. One of them I really tried. The uh, the Batman versus Superman. That one I actually did some work on it. The fucking peanut butter sandwich one. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna make a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like that's that's a no brainer. The clown one was the one that really kind of bit me in the ass because I, I'm gonna talk about the history of clowns. Well, it's actually a fucking complicated ass history, and it's not that funny. So <laughs> it didn't really work because the only funny part of it is like the modern clown guy. His name was Turd Pipkin. So that was like the only laugh I got when I mentioned Turd and. I mean, that's not his clown name. That fucker was born named Turd. And it <laughs> was really the, uh, so, you know, I had to improvise on a couple of shit to try to spruce it up, but it's just fucking boring material. It's like, oh, yeah, clowns. Um, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. Neither do I. So uh, we had all these people show up. Um, oh, wait. Yeah. So some other kids showed up that I hadn't seen in a long time. One of them was a man that transitioned to a woman. That was a little strange, um, but he sh or she she showed up. You know uh, that kid, uh, Joey Watson, that we went to school with did that. Oh uh, God, I don't. I mean, he's always been broke and poor, so I don't think he's actually had the sexual reassignment surgery. I'm pretty sure that dude's got a cock and balls. When they uh, when I first heard about that, I said, "Well, maybe he wants to get fucked in the ass by some black yeah, dude." Sure, I, I know. I know what you said, man. On his Facebook page, there was a comment by a black dude saying, hey, look, looking sexy. That's disgusting. <laughs> I asked so he, him and, uh, and friend, Justin Luco were cool in school. They were, they were all right. They got along. And I, I asked him about that shit. And I was like, I can't, I can't get my brain around this. <laughs> He didn't have anything to say. <laughs> well, it's one of the things where it just comes out of nowhere. Like, he got no indication of it. And, uh... Well, apparently, he you know, he was dating this girl from my grade. Her name's Judy. He was seeing her, but that fell apart bad because, uh, I don't know, Judy just wasn't vibing with him or whatever, and they fell apart. And she's got kids from another relationship. And, anyway, there's just a lot of drama in that situation. And I think after that, he just could not get you know, a, a foot in the dating pool. So he's <laughs> like, I remember seeing him post a comment on Facebook that, uh, you know, I can't date who I want to date. And I can't fuck who I want to fuck. So I'm just going to do whatever I want now. And I was like, uh, all right, man. <laughs> so you grow your hair out and you, you get it all straightened up and you put makeup uh, on. That's the plan. Uh, well, it's just, I, I mean, and you know, I'm not saying anything so, bad about trans folk. It's just weird when it's somebody that you've known forever and then out of nowhere, they're like, bam, you know, and somebody that's, you know, kind of manly. Yeah. So it's with, kind of, you know, a dude. Yeah. 
was that with this guy from Navarro College, you know, we, we kind of had a feeling that he was uh, into that scene. And we saw, like, you know, we, we see his Facebook. And he make posts every once in a while. And he made, he made the announcement. And I was like, shit. He's, I mean, he was he's a good-looking dude. You know, had a good jawline, was real thin, but, you know, had a little bit of muscle. And um, had a, had a, he was one of those, like, uh, poster smiles, like you would see on a billboard or something like that. He had really straight teeth, really white teeth, no skin blemishes, no scars, had good, decent hair. Like, this is a dude that you could see on an advertisement somewhere. And now he's a woman. Yeah, that, uh... Big boobs, all that. Yeah, Aaron Myers dabbling the uh, cross-dressing a little bit. Oh, I think that was more performance art. Yeah, whatever. You know, Eddie, Eddie Murphy was a cross-dresser. Robin Williams was a cross-dresser. Yeah, yeah, the fucking, that's probably his most well-known movie. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. No, Will Smith wasn't a cross-dresser. Who, uh, Martin Lawrence, that's what I'm thinking of. Martin Lawrence was oh, a cross the, uh, those, the Wayne, Wayans bros. Yep, when they did white chicks, yeah. So I mean, people that are into performance arts, they'll they'll do something as a woman eventually. Anyway, um, so you had he was there, and this is really strange. And talking to Lexi, apparently there's drama going on with her and her sister that I never I thought would happen. But um, she's working at Russell Stover. She's a security guard there. Which one? What do you mean, which one? There's more than one. Which sisters were no, not which Russell Stovers, which fucking sister? <laughs> Dan's kids, Lexi and uh, McKenna. <laughs> yeah, which one's the security guard? Lexi, the one that's going to try to be Gambit. <laughs> Remy. Well, Remy's her name now. Yeah, and she's married. She's dating Rogue. Um, Is he? The fucking traffic down to your house fucking sucks ass, man. Waco, <laughs> we were in that. We were in Kevin, that I for like this. an hour, man. You, you, John, and Daniel, all been giving me shit about this for for a year now, and I've been telling you, I've been telling you, and and on top of that shit, man, you tell me like yesterday we're gonna be there between eight and nine. So what do I do? I get up at eight eight thirty nine o'clock, thinking that I need to be over here by a certain time, and you ain't here till fucking after one o'clock. Yeah, when you said when you said eleven to twelve, we decided to just go get a big old breakfast instead. Oh, you son of a bitch! We didn't eat. We were expecting you to be there. <laughs> we did. It was good too. It's good breakfast. Too much food. I'm gonna have to eat the rest of it for lunch tomorrow. Fucking man, whatever. Yeah, send me a picture of this big old German pancake. Yeah. I had. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Send me that. I'm sitting there, fucking, just standing around the house, waiting for you and Sarah to show up. Um, I don't know how to send it through this thing. And you were goddamn telling me, you know, your traffic in Waco was bad, boy. How many times have I told you that traffic in Waco is bad? How many times have I said that they're under construction right now? What, what, what about the last time I tried to come up and I was late for a fucking hour because I had to drive through Waco? What about it? It's like, how, how do you, uh. <laughs> What's the point of me even saying shit like that? Are you gonna go remember it? Are you gonna go <laughs> trick or treating with the family? Uh, what family? Uh, Britain. Britain and don't do trick or treating. Yes, yeah, she asked what we were doing this year. They want to go trick or treating. We Wait went a minute. Last year. 
Logan was a kid. She didn't go trick or treating with him. We went. Uh, we went last year. They came up here, and we went. They might come up here again. I don't know, or they might try their neighborhood. Down I thought there. she didn't do the whole going for candy thing. She said it's a evil holiday, and it's about witchcraft spirits and shit. I've never heard that from her. Yeah, I did. When when did you hear that? That's when Logan was a kid. Or I mean, he's still a kid, but when Logan was younger. You know how man. You know how people are. It, it, that would have depended on which message or which church she would have been in at the time it's not Dude, an actual I, conviction i asked her about that shit because she's saying that none of her kids are vaccinated and i'm like logan's vaccinated none of your other kids are vaccinated did your pastor tell you not to vaccinate your kids why is that well that's and this is the same scenario but reverse so like logan didn't get to go trick-or-treating but they do because this preacher's okay with it I, you know it, it's kind of you know at some point you got to look between the uh, the nonsense there but uh, when I asked her about it, she was like, well, because of religious purposes. And I said, well, we're the same religion. We're both Christians. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's not it's not the truth. The truth is she just doesn't want to do it. It ain't got nothing to do with Jesus told her not to do it. Just, just don't want to do it. <laughs> Jesus, it, this. It, it's Jesus her, her team right now doesn't want to do it, so they're not doing it. It ain't got nothing to do with racism. In the kingdom of it. <laughs> yeah, it ain't got nothing to do with helping poor people or fucking being righteous in your soul and shit like that. It's nothing to do with that. Kiss my crippled ass. God is listening. <laughs> Look, Lieutenant Dan. It worked out for Lieutenant Dan in the end. <laughs> he probably got some badass uh, prosthetic legs there nowadays if they, if they did like a follow-up. Yep. So, yeah. Forrest Gump. It's kind of fucked up, though. I don't think I don't think that kid was his. Um, I mean, the implications there is means Jen fine. got with somebody who's borderline, you know, mentally challenged. And she did. Yeah. Um. You know, she was a whore. She yeah. Was kidding. Yeah. She was not that. You know, she was a whore in in the derogatory sense. It was she was a whore in the sense that she slept with anybody. You ever thought about uh, uh, getting with somebody that was mentally challenged? <laughs> well, easy pickings, I guess. Uh, no. Well, we no. know a guy. I'm not. I'm not gonna say any names, but we know somebody who had. There was with somebody that had one of those extra chromosomes. If you know what I mean. A little bit of the downs. <laughs> I'm not gonna say any names because people that because what I know one person in this podcast is gonna know exactly who the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. This is. I've forgotten about that story since uh, um, since it's happened. I mean, this familiar, but I'm like, I don't know the details 100 percent anymore. I forgot. Somebody we know got with somebody that it wasn't full blown downs, but it was enough downs to know. Like if you look at the face, not downs, dude. I mean, there's okay. So I mean, it definitely was downs. It just wasn't as bad as it normally is. <laughs> you know, with the the slanted eyes and the, yeah, there's some downs people they you know they can't walk or they they're in a chair like this one. You know, she's uh, normal, but just when when the smile hit, you're like, oh no, nope, there it is. That's downs. Yeah. You know, so um, it's down syndrome. <laughs> and, and you know, they were they were like a couple and everything was normal. But I don't. I think the family was like worried. Like uh, it's not good for a daughter to be with this this dude because she's not. You know, not really capable. But then, Downs people will will date each other. 
Uh, you know. um, the Downs people are, are capable of having a life. They just, um, you know, they they need somebody to kind of hold their hand. Yeah. Well, like with autism people, they're, they're capable of having a life. They just need somebody to hold their hand. There was some chick that was like a Downs uh, model, and yeah, uh, wasn't, wasn't too bad looking. Oh, I'm I'm good, man. <laughs> need that in my life. I'm not saying you need to hook up with the Downs model. I think you're trying to push that on me right now. <laughs> Downs. <laughs> just keep saying it over and over again. <laughs> that that can you imagine showing up to a family event with your Downs wife? Like goddamn, like uh, like some of those little midget chicks are kind of hot. You know, they got these big old booties, and but you know, that'd be a little weird. Be like, oh, here's my wife. She's you know three foot tall. Well, I think the the only real way to get around that is to just you know bring it up whether he's like like there's something about dane dane is the type of guy you know he's an asshole and he's gonna say some smart ass or mean shit but you laugh about it you laugh about it and you and you trade barbs back with him and then all that awkwardness and anxiety is dissolved so there was, you know, uh, something commendable about dane is that he'll he'll break that ice you don't give a damn there was a there's a documentary i'd seen once about this woman didn't have any legs she's born without legs and uh, she ended up meeting this dude, and I guess the dude was into her, and they ended up having a kid. But she didn't know it at first that she was pregnant, so she goes to see the doctor because she wasn't feeling good. And she said the doctor came back with this look of disgust. She's like, you know, how can you fucking <laughs> do that? Like, who, yeah, who fucking who fucked you without any hips? How did that work? Uh, <laughs> or so in arms like this doesn't make any fucking sense but, but it's funny though because the, i seen that documentary and shit that woman she was a mechanic so you know she'd crawl up underneath cars and work on them and shit and uh when i think it was riker i mean right my middle kid when sarah was pregnant we went to the doctor one time and they did the scan and they they weren't getting they didn't get in one of his legs they didn't get his legs on camera they got everything else but they just didn't get the legs and so she's like, what if he doesn't have any legs? And I was like, well, I saw a documentary, and that chick was doing all right. She said, this shit's not funny, Shane. I'm like, I'm not being funny. I saw a documentary. The woman was doing fine. You know? when, when, she, when, when I brought up Cody and she said, don't mention Cody, I tried my best not to lose it. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about that dog is her dad, or, you know, her father gave her that dog, and then, you know, he's dead. <laughs> she's doing my best not to lose it. Oh, yeah. She was like, she immediately went from zero to sixty. And Don't mention Cody. <laughs> we we almost have it so good without any fucking dogs, man. The, the Casey's <laughs> going to be dying here in a year or so, and it's going to yeah. be over. That one's going to be like I've always thought Casey was a sweet companion. You know, she's never caused any problems. She's just a, a good thing to, to to pay attention to every once in a while. Look at it with a passing fancy. And you know, when she passes, that's that's going to be sad, but. I don't want no dogs. Yeah, I don't need any more fucking pets, man. I know, I know. It's it's time to to focus on more important things like raising your kids. <laughs> Animals, man. You know, when we were kids, it was easy. The dogs just fucking wandered off. You didn't have to worry about it no more. Well, that's that's not how it's supposed to happen. Mom's negligence let that happen. <laughs> it was great though. You never had to worry about anything. <laughs> there are people that said that mom should have been, you know criminally charged for that kind of shit <laughs> you think back in those days there were you can't just let your dogs run around like that no because a couple of mom's dogs ran over and killed jesse's chickens 
No, none of our dogs have been big enough for that. Yes, they did. I mean, he, he even told her, he's like, I saw your dog killing my chickens the other day. It's not the not the big grown chickens, the little ones. They just cracked out the eggs. Uh, I'm highly suspect. If, if, I, if I, anybody killed it, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> Warren shooting his BB gun at him. I know that happened quite a bit. But yeah, that, I'm sure that happened. But I mean, the dogs, dogs that we had, they were like little ankle biters, man. They were like a little yes, bit bigger. They were. they were just the right size to run up to those little chicks and fucking crack their necks and shit. Mom, they would be gone for hours. Where do you think they went? I don't know where them dogs went. They were gone. They all ran off. <laughs> Somebody either stole them or they died. <laughs> Nobody goes out and steals dogs. No, they would just see them on the road and just pick them up. Like, oh, hey, come here, buddy. And the next thing you know, the dog's not coming back. Your One house. of those dogs came back, though. Uh, the Terrier uh -huh. Sport. That fucking dog was gone for like two years, and then somebody found it one day, and it came back. What? Yeah. Sports. The little Yorkshire Terrier? No, it wasn't a Yorkie. It's another kind of oh, Terrier. That was, no, that was Spike. Uh, uh, Sport was the um, Schnauzer. Sport was yeah, the Schnauzer. Yeah, that's it. He, he was gone. He ran off just like all the fucking rest of them did. And then one day I had the door open and he fucking ran back in the house. And I was, it'd been like two years. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. So I put him in the closet because I was like, well, mom's going to be happy to see him. And then I had to go take a piss or something to open that fucking door and he just ran out and I never saw him again. That's nuts. I, well, I, I forgot all about that. We hit an hour, boys. Time to wrap it up. Yeah, man. Thanks for well, calling. We, we got to do this again because fucking the, John's doing his damn. Uh, TikTok and that's all he does. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be able to get him back on here again. And uh Daniel can't do Sundays. He's got to do Saturdays, but the last Saturday we fucking did it, he wasn't he wasn't available. So, um I don't know. But you can just be on the show and you can just rant and rave about shit. I tried. I tried ranting and I got about 15 minutes and I was like, "Fuck, I can't just sit here and just rant for 15 goddamn minutes <laughs> for an hour." <laughs> Fuck am I going to talk about for an hour? I'd have to read pull up the news. Get a special fucking guest. We've been saying it. We've been oh, saying it. We're gonna keep. I've had special guests on here. I had a witch. Continue to get special guests. I had a fucking witch on here. I had a cosplayer. I had a flat earther. I had a barber from New York. I had a fucking barber from New York on here, man. You, you that's know. not enough. That's not enough. We had the guys. We had the guys that, we had the guys that talk about the monsters and shit on here, and we were talking back and forth. We've had we've had guests. We've had many guests Dude, on here. That's not enough. It's not that it's flat. It's point blank. It's not enough. <laughs> I, had Matt, I had Matt Reed on here. I know you're happy about that. Fucking stoked about Matt Reed. I keep trying to tell you to bring him back on every once in a while for some comic relief. He's high on meth, dude. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Asking if I've got two dollars. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> hey, can you help me get my kids back? Yeah, I, I just need a ride to go get my car. I just need to go, just one ride, man. Just one ride. No, man. No right. <laughs> he really hit you up for that? <laughs> yeah, he fucking did, man. This is just one chance, man. If I could just get down there, I could just get it and be done. No, it ain't working. <laughs> anyway, get off the phone. I'll hit you up for the next one. We're trying not to wait so long. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. Thanks, Mr. Guest. Bye, boy. Bye. <laughs>